Hey guys. Oh. So Mike and I are both beat up from skateboarding. Oh. I, we both ate shit recently. Listen, I ate shit early. We're both in a bad place, and I won't tell you exactly what happened, but I will tell you that it does have to do with skateboards and not being 13 years old. Right. And as resilient. Skateboarding at 32 years old is just a bad idea. Yeah. It's it's pretty... I mean, 23 is pushing it. Even if you switched your numbers around, it's still not something that you should be doing. Shouldn't be learning to do no. at that age. Let's go over the list of things that hurt before we get to well the Patreon people. Brad Cover doesn't hurt. Brad Cover is... No pain right now. None. Painless. Matthew Godman has... Does not have a broken tailbone like I do. No, he doesn't. Matthew Godman does not have a broken tailbone. And I may I even say that Stephen Kelly has no idea what it's like to have this bruised wrist that I have. Adrian Crovetto might be supporting, sporting, supporting, sporting. Support forting? Support forting. Farting? Farting? No. Forting? Like when you go around, you build forts? I was trying to say sport a bruise say what else you said it much better the eighth time yeah um i could i could tell you one thing about eric uh mcintyre yeah um he does know what it's like uh to feel how my shoulder is feeling right now because if you'll remember a couple weeks back um my created character in um the wrestling video game that Uh, i have uh, cross paths with him online uh, and I powerbombed him several times power bombed. through several tables. So I'm sure he knows how we're feeling, but no one else could yeah, possibly maybe. imagine. Maybe not. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Who's our sponsor this week? Uh, I don't know if Digitally Tasty busted his ass D-taste. off of a, a longboard like I did. Hey, D-Taste, have you ever um, slid your skateboard right out from under you and it goes flying 25 feet either forwards or backwards you did that you felt like a baby when they fall on their butt but they're fine because their diapers there right that's how you felt i fell and was fine because i have a lot of cushion back there i fell twice this morning before eight o'clock in the morning yeah you did i i got my eye on the (laughs) pavement Okay, and also, non-skateboarding related, we'll we'll end it on this. This morning I stubbed my toe trying to step in, trying to tiptoe into my Jordans, (laughs) and I fell down. I fell onto the ground. Down, down. The earth pulled me towards it after I stubbed my toe and I fell. We're going to have to get those fucking life alert things. Uh, Oh, yeah. Help, I've fallen and I can't get up. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's trademarked. I don't think you could say that. Well, help, I my skateboard made me fall. Yeah. I can't get up. I'm having a tough time right. getting to my feet. All right, guys. Hey, guys, if you want to tell us about your... I'm sorry to cut you off. If you guys, guys want to tell us about your skateboarding experiences, <laughs> you can do so by sending us a piece of mail at 4570 Van Nuys Boulevard in Sherman Oaks, California, 91403. And that's P.O. Box 909... One, one nine, nine two. two. Just not all those other numbers. Just one nine two. <laughs> Please keep mail skateboard related only. Or whatever. <laughs> all right. Listen. Don't throw your iPad across the board. Here's what we're doing. 
Uh, it's round two with Ross Everett giving you the inside scoop on how we're failing to be stand-up comics every night on the Hollywood Boulevard of Stars. Thanks, guys. Fuck. And hey guys. We're back. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to next week's uh, episode. <laughs> Calling it next week. <laughs> <laughs> Those who listened last week, just remember so that know, it is next week. Yeah. Just so you know, this is this is not pre-recorded at all. <laughs> not at all. Um, our show was great. You guys, thanks so much yeah. for listening. We, uh, I did much better than Ross, but he did great. I felt like I had a comfort on stage. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, you guys. Your show has not happened yet. Oh, really? Why would you say that? Because uh, next Monday is the f- is the fourth. Not oh, the okay. You guys, come to our show. It's gonna be great. Yeah, I'm a little better than Ross, but he's gonna look. I'm gonna, really comfortable. I'm gonna feel real comfortable on stage. <laughs> uh, we have a stand-up show called Life Is Beautiful. Uh, we're supporting our friend uh, Elliot Morgan at Flappers in Burbank, California, and that is probably around nine. I don't know. I thought it was an earlier show. Yeah, it probably is. Go on the website. Yeah, in the YooHoo room, you yeah. guys. So look up one, if not more, of those things. There are flyers all over all of our social medias, except for Ross's, because still... I regram even a, Even a couple days out, he refuses to put up any flyers about the show. I just think any flyers are grotesque, especially if they don't mention <laughs> pussy and pancakes. So here's what you do. Here's what you do. That's a callback. Here's what you do. You um, when you come to Flappers, they will ask you who you're there to see, and then you look at your flyer and you say anybody else's name except for Ross. What? All right, guys, I am actually <laughs> gonna do this for you. Life is beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. It's like beautiful and awful. Yeah, it's because yeah. Elliot is very clever and he did a plan. It is live at Flappers Comedy Club in Burbank, May seventh at nine thirty. PM 18 and older guys. No, that's not that's been retracted. Yeah, no that's longer. Been retracted. We said that last week. You if yeah. you were here. Okay, I'm sorry. Well, I was trying to be better than you guys. Listen, I'm going to try to No, it was way better than what we did. I'm trying to do something on the back end right you now. You guys, thanks so I have to thank Ross for taking his shoes off. I wanted to get the energy right. Yeah, I I love that. I don't require my guests to really take them off. The, I really appreciate when they do. So people don't know listening to this that we're just seated seated on the floor. Do they, they know now. They asshole. do. Yeah. No, I like that. They they should know that we are seated like we are at like a really in depth Indian restaurant. Yeah, we're crisscross applesauce right or now. Or a living room, a home. Why no. would a why would Somebody else's Indian restaurant be more comfortable than the idea. Well, no, of a home sitting on the floor. Who sits on the floor in their home? Every everyone who's comfortable in their home. I no. sit on the floor all the time. Really? All if you have never sat on the floor in your home, it's because you don't clean enough and you're worried about what might happen. No, I also just I don't have a home yet. Well, um, that is a yeah. Oh, do you want to? Oh, is this all a big? You can come sleep on our big home. comfy couch. Well, I have a bed. I just don't have a home. Listen, here's what we're gonna you do. You can set up uh, right in the middle of the living room. That's nice. That could fit a queen size. Yeah. Oh. Right over we there. We have a queen size blow up. Should I wait? So yeah. This is a new week. Interesting so far. Should I reintroduce myself? Yes. Yes. Okay. You, so right, you are, my name is Ross Everett. I am a New York Times bestselling author. <laughs> sure. Academy you never Award know. winner. Between last week and this week. Astronaut. A lot has happened in this past yeah. week. Yeah. You're an astronaut. Yeah. So the big thing going on in our lives is that on May 7th, uh, me, uh, <laughs> Elliot Morgan, and Ross Everett have a show. We have a stand-up show. At this Flappers is Thursday, you guys. This Thursday coming up. Whatever. Flappers and Burbank. I come, can't keep them all straight. Out. So what we're going to do is I'm going to call 
the star of the show. Oh, okay? Elliot. We're going to dial him in. Elliot Morgan. And I'm going to have Elliot sell the show to you. Because I feel like it has to come from him. Hello? Elliot, what's up, man? How are you? I'm doing okay. How are you doing, Mike Feldman? I'm doing really good. Listen, don't put on the voice. You're just on a podcast. You don't have to be, like, superstar Elliot. You just got to be, you know, best friend Elliot. You know? And okay. he's silent. Yeah, I, yeah, he I offended him really it. early. In yeah. this <laughs> so, listen, we're, uh, I have Ross on the podcast. You know, we lost that bet, so I had to have Ross on the podcast. <laughs> Who's Ross? Ross, Ross is Elliot, that? come on, man. Elliot, what's I up? I don't know a Ross. We worked together for like a year. I took care of your dog. Mm. I gave you all I that money. That you stole $10 out of my wallet and repaid me in quarters. Oh, I can't. I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> so, listen, um... I called you for a, a very specific purpose. I was wondering if uh, me and Ross aren't doing a great job selling the show. So I was wondering if you can kind of sell our stand-up show for us, maybe give everyone the little spiel that uh, the host would give you before you bring them up on stage. I feel like you could do that for us. Maybe even since Zoya's here, toss in another one for her. She won't be performing at the show, but she yeah, no. she might want one. Elliot, I want you to know, though, that neither one of these fools know exactly when it's happening. It's happening early May. Early 7th. Yeah, May 7th through 9th. We, this is next okay. week's show, and they think that it already happened. <laughs> no, it didn't already happen yet. Okay, go. If I was if I was to sell this show and say to get people to come to it, I would say, look, there is a lot of bad comedy out there. I mean, just a ton of bad comedy. Interesting start. And you're gonna see some of it at this show. Huh. You're gonna see probably probably three bad bad stand-up comics. But there are okay. only four people on the show total, right? But, but listen to me. Listen to me. We got Grant Cotter on the show. I wasn't far off with that name that I guess. Factory. And I think you're going to open the show and then it's going to be all downhill from there. Yeah. Uh, I think if you want to explore sort of the psychological, more of a philosophical plan with the show, you can do that. You know, you're talking about a show called Life awful yeah the dichotomy between me and and you foul zone in which you sort of appear you know tattooed and 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 like you you'd be a dark soul but you're actually a bright ray of sunshine sure. and i look like i fell out of tiger beat magazine but i worry that when we die everything ends and so <laughs> uh you can come see those two philosophies laid out be a stand-up comedy over 90 minutes and then hang out afterward and say hi and it's also all ages are welcome. All ages doesn't matter. And uh, and if you come by, you can bring whatever you want. You can bring a, a gun. You can bring self-protect. <laughs> uh, you can bring brass knuckles. Whatever. Yeah. Well, well maybe Burbank is, is is a better neighborhood than you're chalking it up to be. Maybe keep it away from from the weapons and stuff like that. Maybe. I mean, whatever. That's up to them. All right. Cool. <laughs> Any anything to say about Ross Everett? Yeah, I love Ross. Ross is great. I like. Uh, we 
disagree about Kim Kardashian, but I disagree with a lot of people about Kim Kardashian. Uh, we will her. we will get you into know? that in another time. Let's not sour this podcast can by bringing we, that woman's name into this. Can we have a podcast based around that? Do you, yeah, not do today you, for sure. <sighs> Because I, I hate it. I'm about to go. Hold no, me back. Okay, okay. Simmer down. Don't even get me started All on right, the fact Elliot. that Belle Biv DeVoe was actually on Lip Sync Battles not singing her own song. Is this true, Elliot? Did you have any hand in that? Um, I mean, yeah, I can call LL Cool J and see kind of what's up with that, why that decision was made. I, probably, I knew better than that, but you know, I got to get him in line every now and then. So I'll, I'll find out. I didn't hear the first part of what you said, so I'm just kind of making up an answer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Constructed. Cool. Uh, <laughs> All right, uh, Elliot, one last thing before I let you go. If um, you happen to find yourself doing a comedy open mic in the basement of a hotel and a bunch of kids show up, what do you do? Oh, I'll tell you what I do. I self-censor. I'm not, I don't believe in... Uh, I don't believe in, in letting your comedy speak for itself. You know, if there's young ears, I'm going to be a little older brother to those kids, and I'm going to make it Barney appropriate, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. And uh, if maybe I would talk about, I don't know, what it feels like to, to copulate with a goat. And yeah. then just watch the joke fly over their heads like UFOs, you know what I mean? Watch them zoom past. I'm not there to make them laugh. I'm there to protect them from the, the, the darkness that is this world. Which is what all comedy is really there for. Right, protection. The comedy is for production. Well, I agree. Yeah. Uh, this we can agree on. Comedy we can agree on. Kim Kardashian, not so much. All right, Elliot. I can't thank you enough for dropping in here. Elliot, I can't wait oh, to see you. I can't wait to see you as well. So, yeah, guys, enjoy the rest of your podcast. Thank you. Really thank great. you. Thank Have you. a great all day. Right. Bye now. You guys too. Bye-bye. Toodaloos. So, so that that's was Elliot. Elliot Morgan. He will yes. be one of the two most entertaining people uh, the night we all oh, that's do. Oh, nice. Thanks, man. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, it's, really you know. <laughs> yeah. No, you're going to be good, too. I'm going to try. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm you're going to try it. not to be hey, the best. But just like if we can solve it, we can get scientific yeah. for a second. Uh-huh. What's Mountain Dew? <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. You can't. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, it's my whole It's everything I have You know what's funny <laughs> Growing up We I come from a foreign family Where, I wanted to ask you about that Z-O-J-A Yes but Where is it from? I'd like I, to point out that we've now gone through two podcasts I haven't even started talking about What I'd like to start talking about Okay, give me, yeah. give me a second I'm sorry yeah. Excuse me Excuse me, I am the host of the show Sure <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, growing up and the reason I'm bringing this up is because Mountain Dew yeah. is like a, like a huge part of my childhood yeah so um, I'm Albanian Serbian okay yeah I, was, I, was just I am saying, Albanian where's Mountain yeah. Dew big yeah Albany uh, yeah. yes yeah, New, New York, York. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um that's I have a separate story for you later on about that. I'll get into um, it as soon as Mike starts yeah, 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 to talk yeah, about what yeah. he's talking about. So, growing up, my family didn't really speak much English, and anytime we had company, we would always have to put out, you know, like hors d'oeuvres and whatever, meza, if you will. Uh, that's Is what that we called word? it, okay. yeah. And uh, anytime we would go to someone's house, it, they would ask us, you know, Adan, do you want Adan do Makindu? Adando Pexi. 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 Yeah. You want some cooked cola cooked? <laughs> <laughs> cooked? 
So it's just funny. Every time I hear Mountain Dew, I, I automatically go Adonde to... the Mountain Dew. Mountain Dew. Mountain Dew. Mountain Dew. Mountain Dew. Hey, you guys, what's the deal with Mountain Dew? <laughs> what the fuck is Mountain Dew? <laughs> that's it. That's the first Yeah, that's the opener. There you go. That's the first hour of the show. Yeah. So... What do you want to talk about, Mike Falzone? We've been... Uh, setting out on a voyage uh-huh. that I like to call stand-up comedy. Right. All right. And we were, uh, it's me, Ross, and Elliot. Elliot was doing kind of like a year of open mics on the regular yeah. before we jumped on. And then we would do it sporadically, and now we're doing it on the regular. I'd say we're fairly committed. Like, we yeah. go We, we go should be to... going tonight, for example. Yes, we, uh, are we not? You uh, said we should. I don't know what time. Well, I kind of came out here with the guys of I'm not heading back to the west side. Okay. So we well, then we'll go. Touch a microphone. We will go then. Yeah. Well, at least touch the microphone. But what's what's nice about this, and anyone that's looking to get into stand-up comedy, I highly recommend getting a group of people that are also looking to get into stand-up comedy. Yeah. Because I've tried this on my own before, and it's so easy to quit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, I'm tired. You yeah. know, but now, we're, like you said, we're on this group text. And yeah. it's like, I'm tired. I could probably quit tonight. But then I get texts from two other people. It's like, where are we going? And it's like, okay, like, all right, let's do it. I don't want to be the only person not doing it. Right. I'll like go Elliot out. is tonight. Yeah. Is it, oh, did, I didn't see the text. Is he not well, doing it tonight? Yeah, yeah, he's not going tonight. I'm still going tonight. Okay. Yeah, see, like, but now it's like, we're going to, this happened once before. Elliot's like, I don't want to do it. And then you and I were like, well, we're still going to do it. And then Elliot's like, okay, fine, I'll do it. Yeah, we're going to pressure him after. Yeah, yeah we're going to we're gonna hop on the phone. And we're going to say, Elliot, you have 30 minutes to get together? And you really going to take a night off? <laughs> okay, I guess it's not that important to you. Right, I guess it's pretty easy to memorize 30 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Eight, eight is complicated. But I guess once you're over 15, it kind of goes in the other yeah. direction. You know what's, what else is interesting? It's like every person, family or friends, especially people from home that I've been telling that like, that uh, my primary goal is to do stand-up as much as I can. Yeah. They commend you for being so brave. Like, it's a, a badge of yeah. honor. And it's it's really not. It's no. just, like, committing to the most annoying thing because you you love making people laugh so much. Yeah. And it's I've never been a part of anything where the only way to get over all the fear associated with it, which for me was, like, a huge thing... Like dealing with stage fright again for the first time in like really? 15 years. Oh, yeah. Because with when? music, it's. Was just I there? Like, well, just anytime general, I'm up there. Like, really? Yeah. yeah, I talked myself out of doing stand up for like a year before. I we... remember, uh, you know, because Mike had taken a, a an awesome workshop while we were still living in Connecticut. Mm-hmm. And I remember when we came out here and there would be like a twinkle of hope that he's going to go do stand up tonight. And like you guys were saying, how he you someone would drop out, you know, yeah. and like it would just be so easy to just quit for the night. Yeah. And I'd be like, go, man! Like you should go! Like this is what you want to do! Like just go! And he's like, no, nah, I'm gonna say, I didn't see you today, you know. And I, of course, I work like crazy hours. Yeah. So I'm There's working always, like good you know what? Right. But, but that's so interesting to me is usually it's like the girlfriend that's like, I haven't seen you today. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Not, get Not out of my hair. One. Go be funny. Yeah. <laughs> go go no, but I mean, yeah. like we came out here with a mission though too, and like there's a there's something that yeah. you know we're both working towards something, and of course like we both want to succeed with with whatever it is that we're doing, and of course like of course I'm gonna be your biggest cheerleader. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. like of course I'm gonna be there and be like. I think, because I do, I, I think that he's very, very funny. 
sometimes. You but should come to a show. He has a show on May 7th. Yeah. Oh my God, I'm, I'm working that night. Oh um, no, oh that sucks. Like, there's, um, there's, you know what I just realized that you and Elliot both have that I don't? Is a very, very supportive significant other. You just realized you don't have that? Yeah. <laughs> I've, been, definitely don't I've have been happily married in my mind for two years. <laughs> and then I was like, oh my God, she's a pillow. Uh, no, but it was like one of those things, like just hearing her say that because Elliot and his wife have a very similar arrangement, which is like, and you, you referred to it as we came out here to accomplish something, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which is the same way that Elliot mm-hmm. and his wife refer to, to, to Elliot's career. Like the whole idea of like, we are putting our life, all of our focus and energy, joint focus and joint energy into nurturing and growing this beast that is a career. Right. And like, I was like, oh man, like that is so nice. I'm very jealous in this, in this moment. Like they, oh, you guys are so lucky, but don't that's why Don't be jealous, I'm, man. I don't appreciate it. Of all. jealousy, or that no, you have it? This. No, what, that that I'm supportive. That are you looking yeah. to move on from me? <laughs> <laughs> I, I <am. laughs> someone that I would appreciate. Am, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm not. No, but for like it. you know, like we we both, you know, and it sucks. Like I work 50 plus hours. You know, by the time I get home, with with traffic and whatever, I'm working like 60 hour weeks. Yeah. You know, so uh, for me it sucks because I'm on my feet all day long. And when he asks me to go out, yeah. like there was a couple weeks ago where you were outside and calling yeah. me from and I came out to the balcony you know and I was like Romeo yeah. you know? but like it's after a long ass day and yeah. I don't feel like walking down the street to go grab food if you want bring me something back but I'm I'm physically exhausted yeah. you know so it's not because and I don't go to a lot of things not because I don't want to it's just literally like I need my sleep like but I need to I don't think you need to and like I, I get that right. like because like I think the emotional support isn't necessarily something that happens in the theater itself mm-hmm. because that's why Mike has I'm gonna talk like you're not here Mike right, has yeah. Elliot and I mm-hmm. we're like his his work wife right and you're his like like home support right, because right. like honestly the darkest moments in comedy and entertainment are when you're alone mm-hmm. like those every single time I've had like these heaping mountains of self-doubt and like like just like questioning if this is the right path it's always been like when I've been at home and there's been no one around me to collaborate with to communicate with to kind of like be like okay this feels right right like the club is the easiest I'd say the hardest part about comedy um, aside from like keeping your energy up, mm. is just like continuing to want to do it when you're when you're depressed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, because and like not like real depression, not diagnosed right, depression, right, right. but just like you know how when you're down and out. Yeah, when you're down and out. Yeah. When you when you have a bad set. Right. I I felt like I was on cocaine. I assume <laughs> what cocaine feels like. Um, but like I had like one really good set, and then like. I was just like, I don't want to go home and go to bed. I want to go out. I want to hang out with people. I want to see it. Like, I felt right. great. Yeah. And then it's like the, the exact opposite of that. It's like, you have a bad set, your friends leave, and you're just kind of like in your car alone. So that's why having you at home, when he gets home to someone who's like, hey, like, keep going. I still believe in hey, you. Hey, I didn't right. see your set so we could talk. Yeah. No, but I feel like I feel like there's a lot of times where he's like bombed, you know, like I'll just get like one, one word text, text you yeah. know, and like. And I'm like, don't worry about it. Like, this is what it's all about, you know? Like, there's been times where I bombed at work, too. Shoved my foot so far down my down my throat, it wasn't yeah. even funny. But, like, and then there are times where you have, like, 
you know, even for me, like I had a really hard client recently yeah. and her hair wasn't quite right that, and I wasn't quite happy with it, but sometimes it all depends on what the person comes in with, yeah. you know? And like, and you come in with uh, black hair and you want to leave a blonde, that shit's not happening overnight. Sorry, yeah. cutie. And don't do that to your hairdressers, guys, please. please. I was thinking very about stressful going in for and trying us. to go blonde. You know, but, like it, but it's blonde. it's true though. Like you have you have your good days and you have your bad days. A Saturday, one of my clients with jet black Asian hair and like purple tips told me that she wants me to bleach her completely out and make her whole head this vibrant, crazy purple. And I'm like, that's not gonna happen. Like that's not your reality. You can't bleach out an Asian person's hair. It, you, when you bleach out an Asian person's hair, it bleaches out to orange. Whoa! So it's like it's I, really hard to get Asian hair white. K-pop just started to make a lot more sense to me. <laughs> what about all the? Is that all extensions when people have that like? A lot of it. A lot of uh, there or are wigs. a lot of people like a lot of people follow like a lot of my clients come in that want like crazy colors. They come in with pictures of Guy Tang and the, he's like this huge like world-renowned like hairdresser that does all these funky colors and like he's huge in the hairdress in the hairdressing yeah. industry and he's in west hollywood and uh a lot of his hair is extensions a huh. lot of a lot of the other rainbow rainbow dying hair is coming back i saw a facebook share about yeah that. listen the rest of the podcast can't just be yeah, i know i'm sorry Bring but going it, back yeah. to like having good days and bad days like we all have them and we are all you know it just it all depends on how how much you're gonna let it affect you are you gonna let it ruin your fucking month and week and and year because you had a bad fucking set big deal you fucking move on well, that's, no, that's how why you learn you, and that's how you, you put grow the pieces and, in place the supportive right, community right mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. And even when we were still in Connecticut, there were a lot of times where, because I worked two jobs while we yeah. were still in Connecticut. And there were a lot of times where on a Friday night he was playing a set or doing a show in New York or wherever. And I couldn't go. I was at work, you know. But when I got out at 3 a.m., we would talk about it. How'd it go tonight? Did you have fun, you know? He was most of the time passed out on the couch at that point or just but getting home at the same talking, time. And that but was so yeah. Cool. yeah. Yeah. Over and over again. Oh, I'm sorry. Were you. Are you talking about me talking still now? No. No. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, he wasn't taking a shot at you. No. He was, like, genuinely reminiscing. No, I was just agreeing. Um, yeah. I just listened to the audiobook of Steve Martin's Born Standing Up, mm -hmm. which was so interesting, considering, like, what we're going through right now. Mm -hmm. To hear about his struggles, to hear about him finding his voice, which is, like, I think you have your voice. Um, I like your voice is like so clearly defined to me when you get on stage and like for me I feel like I'm still just kind of like wandering through like some things will land other things won't I'm still very much looking to find like what's Ross's voice sound like mm -hmm. right well I appreciate you saying that it's also partially being on stage since sixth grade yeah so I mean that's a lot of it but you've also like you know like when you do your, your concerts and the touring and like you you know you put in the hours mm-hmm which is it, like it, it shows. It Thanks, definitely man. shows. Yeah. I wish I I wish it was uh, just crazy, comfortable all the time. It, you I know, wish there the was just no doubt. The fact that you said that you, there was stage fright, you wish you were yeah. no doubt, like in a dress. I wish I was in no jokes. doubt. Yeah. Yeah. I'll bleach my I've hair blonde. Since I know a hairdresser. Can you do it? Yeah, I need this done tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, but like there was this one instance. We were at an open mic. It's a two-minute set, like a very very short mic, mm -hmm. uh, and. They give you the light at one minute, and like you were doing this bit, and I don't, it, like it wasn't going over well because it was like you you hadn't like really worked it out, 
but then like he gave you the light and you said you guys that's half my time and then it was it was so good it just got the whole audience back into it because like you got these little comfortable quips that like aren't part of your act yeah but very much taking in your surroundings and working with it i honestly i've said this to you before but i think i only write stuff so they'll let me be on stage so i could eventually just talk to people yeah and i just hope that the things i write are funny enough to be able to ask to be asked to be on stage several times but i was going to say before it's like with the whole support system and just with these stupid like open mics is there's nothing I've ever done that you have to the only way to get better and to get less scared and more comfortable and to find your voice is to go up as as many times as humanly mm-hmm. possible to people who actively don't want to hear your mm-hmm. stuff yeah. at all like open you think about it there's no comedians. one but like there, it's one thing to say like yeah it's other comedians everybody's trying to work on their stuff so no one wants to hear you literally from the second you sign up you're like well I hope I get pulled one, two, or three, or else I'm here for the rest of the night. Yeah. So it's very literally, no one wants to hear you, and you're going out to do one of the hardest things ever, because in stand-up, another thing I like about it so much is either you're funny or you're not, you know? Uh, you mean, like, well, at, it's a, just at the, any given time? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah it's just yeah, a person yeah. with a microphone, and, like, you wait for sound to come back at you, or that sound doesn't come yeah. back at you. and sometimes you don't know. Like, there was one joke that I tried on you guys that you said wasn't good, and yeah. then I got up. 100%. And it, it was the best part of my set. Yeah. And I threw it out there because uh, my I brain farted, and I was like, I don't know what else to say. Yeah. I still, I think I'm going to ditch my, my, my Tinder stuff. Okay. Yeah, just because it's, every I've tried it has so many. Stuff? Well, no, because like I thought my approach of it was like a little bit different. Mm-hmm. I've, I've, I'm working on a Tinder bit, or I'm abandoning a Tinder bit. Uh, <laughs> you guys, talks I'm really about, setting fire to my Tinder. Bit. Yeah, that that talks about if you have like more than one person in your in your Tinder photo, and I that, that that just drives me nuts. And I think I have to find a way to articulate it that other people can get on board with it or just let it go. I honestly just think you need to do it at a show where people, people are. Oh, you mean and not other comedians? Because any, there's no... I've never seen a joke that has, like, an audience participation thing go over at an open mic. So it's like you're not... From the jump, you're not getting from them what you want. Do you, well, the only... they don't care. They don't give a... Hey, any vegetarians in the audience? Yeah! That was my egalitarian bit. Am I <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, no, there's, there's no... Anyone here on Tinder, and then you'll never get, like, a... Woo! Yeah. But, yeah. like, the, Elliot made a really good point. We were out, and someone was like, anyone here smoke? And Elliot started to applaud. Yeah. And I was like, what are you doing? He goes, like, it's just practice. Like, he's not going to come up and ask me after the show, hey, are you really a smoker? Yeah, yeah. Did you lie to me in there? Every time no. somebody says anything. Yeah, just Jewish. applaud. Yeah, Yay. I don't do it for Jewish. You do, <laughs> no, still. I've been doing it for Jewish. I've been I know. taking your place. You could do that because when they come up to you and check after the show, yeah, yeah, we've Remember learned. The one guy who reverse heckled me after I was trying to help him out. <laughs> uh, we were at we were at the bar in Flappers, and uh, he's like, "Hey, anybody got a anybody like terrorism here?" I don't know what he said. He was like something about beards, and I was, he was like, "This guy has a beard. What are you in ISIS? Yeah, because I have a beard. Is this your? I'll go." Alone. 
along with it. Like, you're not doing great. <laughs> you know, one guy, here's what it was. The dude was floundering, asked a question to the audience, Mike steps up to support, and then he shoots you in the face. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, great job. It's oh, like, look at this guy. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> no. I was this with guy. you. Yeah, yeah. I was helping. I was the one yeah. person listening. Yeah, and you were the Pat Tillman of a stand-up comedy. Yeah. Does that yeah. not work? Uh, oh. Apparently not. No. Well, I'm excited. My brother will be here, and you guys will still be going out for open mics, and my mm. brother's going to be joining Mike, especially Wonderful. on the nights that uh, that I'm working. Yeah. So, he's definitely somebody that will cackle, or you won't hear crickets here. out of him. Yeah. yeah. What's he into? I'm going to cater my material directly. Oh, if you get one person with an interesting laugh, there was a guy at an open mic, he just, like... His he, laugh is contagious, I feel like, sometimes. Good. Three thousand yeah. laugh? Yeah. It's just coughing, mostly. No, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not. But do you remember that, Mike, where that guy was, that, like, laughing so hard that the comedian couldn't go on with his set? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, it was this monotone comedian that was just, like, like his whole gimmick was, like, I'm very depressed and I'm not good at comedy. Uh, yeah. And one guy in the audience was eating it up so hard. Uh, like, crying. Like, crying, laughing. That just had us all rolling and laughing hysterically. It was amazing. You just need one good laugher yeah, that's that's what true. i'm looking for with my 20 minutes i yeah. have like five memorized yeah i would like to make fun of someone's laugh for the other for the other yeah, yeah, yeah. uh 15 yeah yeah however that works out mathematically yeah. that's how all it right works listen out. if you guys girls whoever is listening have stand-up journey questions I guess send them to us, and maybe we'll have Ross on periodically. Ross, yeah. tell, tell our audience where they can find you. Oh, uh, YouTube.com slash TheRossEverett, and if you search Now What Did We Learn on iTunes, that's my podcast that nice. Mike's been on, and so yeah, at one point we'll be on, yeah. if she accepts this proposal I on do. bended knee. Yes, I will. Finally. That's amazing. Yeah. And then also on, on First stage. proposal I've had in a very long time. Uh-oh. Yeah. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. The only real one. You guys, I came here <laughs> to uh, help your relationship Yeah, thank out. you. Yeah. 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 It took you two I weeks. I want to make sure. Yeah, I Thank just want to make sure that I'm you guys. I'm glad that this came full circle in two weeks. See the uniqueness in each other and appreciate it. Huh. That you are each a page in the book that you are writing together. You're pushing us further away. I think. Yeah, you guys are leaning in towards each other. I think I'm doing a good job. I'll bill you for the full hour. All right. Yeah. Well, let's go test some bits. Great. Feed me first. Bye, bitches. <laughs> <laughs>